up, everyone? Welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Saturday, October 2nd, 2021. This is episode 92. Coming up on today's show, Konami is back. New World is the biggest game of the fall, and Alan turns 40 years old today. We will get to all of that. Yeah, such an old man. We will get to all of that in a bit. My name is Gino Viteri, and I'm joined by Kyle Springer. Which what is up? younger than Alan. Younger than Alan, right, Kyle? I'm no longer hard the old man of the show. Yeah, it's hard to believe. You're no longer the <laughs> oldest one. And uh. Ignacio Rojas. What's up, Ignacio? How you doing? Hey, oh, hey. The Do youngest. Good. Youngest little baby. Uh, I am indeed the youngest one. Little, yep. little, little baby here. With little the, baby boy. With the wisest words, it's to be little, honest with it's you. It's a little baby uh, boy. Yeah. The wisest <laughs> words, the youngest boy. There you uh, have it. That's how it goes. Apparently, age doesn't equal wiseness. It doesn't. It I doesn't. could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a so, dumbass. <laughs> we some we some those words. So, Alan, as we said, uh, he is not here. Uh, uh, his birthday is today. So, what does that make him? That makes him a Libra. A Libra. You guys into astronomy? No. And I think that's astrology. I, I've, I've had asparagus once. Isn't that, so, so I'm not into it. I'm not into it. <laughs> Astronomy is a science. Astrology is the, the other one. Damn, I messed that up, dude. I messed that up. Okay, astrology. Astrology. Yeah. Um, so he's a Libra, though. He's a Libra, and I say that because uh, uh, my friend is also... Her, her birthday is three days from now. So, uh, And she is a Libra. I know that. I assume Libra start in October. I guess. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. But anyway, uh, Libras are tough. They're tough to deal with. I guess that's what Alan... That's why Alan's hard to deal with here. You know what I mean? Sure. Very hard to deal <laughs> with here. Um, look, look at the chat. Uh, Alan's, I think you Alan's a Libra, Gino's a dumb man. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Thank you, man. <laughs> that's for you, Alan. Um, so, guys. What do you think Alan's doing right now? For his birthday, I think he's eating a giant burrito. A burrito? Yeah. Why? Does he why. seem like a burrito it's, guy? Chipotle. It, Chipotle. Yeah. You guys have Chipotle? You we have do, Chipotle, yes. uh, Ignacio? You don't have Chipotle. I don't think so. But you know Chipotle, right? Yeah, I know. I know. They just added a uh, brisket, beef brisket to their menu. So, uh, Texan. So, yeah, so probably Alan's getting some beef brisket from Chipotle then, huh? Probably. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very probably. Very good. Guys, I wanted, to bring, I wanted to bring something up a little bit. I, because I've been struggling, guys. I've been struggling. And mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you guys. I did want to ask Alan because, uh, Ignacio, you do school, right? Do you have a, you, do you work? Like, do you work have a no. 9 to 5? No, right? Do no, you no. just do school? And yeah, Kyle, you work from home, correct? Correct. Uh, yeah. So I felt like Alan probably had the closest to how I felt because I know he works like he goes somewhere to work, and he sometimes has twelve-hour shifts, as he's mentioned before, yeah. like shit like that. Um, I just I have I'm struggling, guys, because I can't find the time to do all the things that I want to do. You know, mm, I work. I feel that when I get home. So yeah. So th- this is I I want to ask you guys. I work, I get home, right? I'm freaking tired, but I want to play... Yeah, hey Guys, on my Xbox, on my Xbox that I barely use, I downloaded Scarlet Nexus 
Astrea Ascending, Artful Escape. Um, oh, yeah. I downloaded so many freaking games, but I still got to play Tales of Arise, Life is Strange. Oh, I have Jesus. to watch Midnight Mass, Squid Game. <laughs> you know, like I want to do all these things, man. Yeah, it's I know, like, man. You're it's good. What? Where do you find the time if you have time, guys? Where do you find the time to like? Just do these things that you want to do. You know what I mean? How do you do it? Funny enough, uh, we'll talk about it later, but I didn't have much time to play any games this mm-hmm. week because I have an important test on Monday, so I've been studying most of the time. But I still, I always try to find the time to actually wind down and relax and do something fun. Uh, yeah. But yeah, also it helps not having that many things to do <laughs> to juggle so many things that you want to do because I, mm-hmm. I understand that I will not have the time to do all and even if I try to do all I yeah. I know that I wouldn't give the necessary time to each one of those mm-hmm. that's what I've done the older I get that's what I've done with games whereas previously I would just go in between games and rarely finish game but not right now I'm I'm if I like a game I make a point to actually finish the game, if I want to finish the game or not, yeah. before going into the next game. That's what I but, feel like I've changed. Like I've changed myself to that. Yeah. Because like I, the there's time. yeah yeah because the thing is I used to the way it used to work for me was when a game came out if it was new I would switch to that and I wanted to play that. But lately it's been like I'm not gonna buy anything until I finish this. Like that's how I feel like. I've become now. And it's kind of just sad because I'm not finishing the game to get to the next one yet. You know, so it's like, damn it, dude. I got to finish these games, man. And they were yeah, all so good. You also have the problem that you have multiple RPGs in your list that uh, are so long. So, yeah, they're all so long. And yeah. the thing is, I haven't even played, I haven't played Final Fantasy in like three weeks, guys. Just so you know, like it's been like three weeks that oh, I have no. not played Final Fantasy. I don't Final know if Fantasy. I believe that. Uh, Kyle, I think no, this I swear is worse than we thought. I think that is, this is worse than we thought. Oh. <laughs> that, yeah. It's been yeah, a while, if, man. If that's tr- true, who are you and what have you yeah. done with Gino Viteri? That's why I came yeah. to you guys because I am struggling. I'm struggling. I have not logged into Final Fantasy. Do you, like, so yeah. from my perspective, I just like I'm I'm very much the kind of person who's like, if you are not passionate about something, don't do it. Um. Of, co- of course, we kind of have to have a job to pay bills and stuff like that. Yeah. But some t- some t- sometimes you can find a job that is just unfulfilling and stuff like that, right? And so maybe you have to find a different one. I don't know. Um, but I like I I really like doing all these podcasts and our reactions and talking about video games and comics and stuff like that. So I like that's why i was like hey we should make the whatnot like let me just make my own site let me just make a place that i can do all of that stuff and then try to extend that outwards and be like hey i know it's expensive to buy your own website and hosting and hosting for a podcast and this and that of like why don't we all just come together and use this site like it's our own and then we can Mm -hmm. team up and stuff like that but it is the thing that I am like 
putting all of my resources into and my passion in and stuff like that. And I'm hoping that one day, right, we can all get paid from our Patreon and stuff and be like, yeah. damn. Chichino, here's 500 bucks this month. Ooh. Good job, dude. Right? <laughs> Ignacio, here's 650 because I like you better. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. He's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but uh, Kumail here in the chat, uh, in our Twitch chat, touches on it uh, well, just the way Ignacio said. I think Ignacio hinted at it. It's all about prioritization. The reality is we can't do everything. We have to just rank things in terms of importance and go by that. And I feel like yep. I feel like that's what I've started to do where I, I sort of start to realize like it's because the thing is, like how you said, Kyle, you got to be passionate about things. There is so many things I'm passionate about. You know, that's, that's the thing. It's not just one thing I'm passionate about. So let me focus on that. There's so many things. And it's like I've started to. I'm not as excited for this as I am for something else. I'm going to have to drop this. So it's like so I end up dropping it. Uh, have to for, pick and, choose. Pick and, and choose. exactly and there's that fear of missing out that fomo because everyone else mm -hmm. likes it or everyone else is enjoying it and then you feel like you miss out but at the same time you have to think about what are you enjoying yourself yeah and if that's what's happening then that's important that's all so what i started to do was exactly that was compartmentalize things so i like i'm gonna give myself uh, when I get home, I'm going to play this for this many, this many hours, and then I'm going to go watch an episode of that show. And then I'm going to do Hell this, yeah. and I'm going to go watch an episode of that show. So I've been starting to like split my days up into, into times where, where I am focusing on something, and I've, I got, I've gotten things done like that. I, I finished yeah. uh, sex education. I, I, like I stopped watching TV for such a long time, but yeah. now I was able to finish that, that season that I wanted to watch. And, and then I, I was able to finish a, a, a game. We'll get into it in a little bit. And uh, it is getting easier, but it's just now with everything coming out uh, uh, in the holiday, it's going to get harder. It's going to get even harder, man. So it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's just wild, man. Just It's just like, it's, it's so stressful, but it's such a first world stress to have. Like there's too many fun <laughs> yeah. things to do, man. And, the last uh, thing that I'll say on that is that I tend to go in cycles to, to yeah. where I'll be like, this month, I'm all about comics. I'm, I'm just going to read all my comics and catch up and read some new stuff and stuff yeah. like that. And then I'll kind of get burned out and be like, all right, I don't really want to read anything else. I'll be like, I'm all about TV shows and movies. Let's go. Let's fucking watch it all. Yeah. Here we go. And then, yeah, and mm. it's like, okay, this month, it's all about video games. Let's just knock out five of them. Let's go right here. Mountain Dew all the time. Let's go. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, and it just okay. goes in cycles. November is Pokemon versus Final Fantasy fourteen. Exactly. I don't care about Pokemon, though, at that point. Sorry. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy. Pokemon, I'm sorry. Pokemon I'm sorry, way, Kumail. Man. Sorry, Nasty, dude. Way. Final Fantasy comes out. Everything's out of there, dude. For a while. You played it once, you played it all the time. It's Final Fantasy 14 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, let's get into what we have been playing. All right, guys. You both have <laughs> one game here on your list. Uh, so let's start with you guys. Let's start with Ignacio. Lost Judgment. Tell me about it. Yeah, I'm still playing Lost Judgment. Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot uh i talked about it 
a long time ago, but once when I played Judgment, the original one, I had the problem where I had just finished a full playthrough of the whole Yakuza series, and then I jumped straight into Judgment, and I had a problem where I wasn't enjoying it a lot in the beginning because it was a thing of new character, new everything, but it's the same world, so you are not the guy that I like. Uh, mm-hmm. But as I, I went on with the game, I liked it more and more. I connected with the game. And so luckily now, I do not have that problem with Lost Judgment because it has been long enough and I already like these characters, so I'm enjoying it for what it is. And I like how all these Yakuza games, Judgment games, pretty much the Ryuga Gotoku games, I like it how it starts one way and you think, oh, okay, I know where it's going. I know what it is about. And then as you keep going and going, you start learning more and more things where as, okay, there's a, the original problem, but turns out that there are more layers to it and there's twists upon twists upon twists and you start learning more and start learning more about characters. And so I really love how basically this, this studio has perfected that of keep, go, keep keeping you interested and, keep it, and make you even more interested in the plot as you keep going. It also helps that the gameplay is the gameplay that I love of the Yakuza games, which is a brawler style. Uh, I don't know if, if this video has gameplay, but uh, the system, they kind of simplified what the other gameplay systems of Yakuza have been, where you have your changing of styles. Here you also have a changing of styles, but they kept it to three styles. One which is uh, pretty much a one-on-one brawler, one that it is more of crowd control, and one that is more of uh, kind of like an in-between of it. It also mixed with uh, dealing with people with weapons. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the third mm-hmm. style that I'm talking about. Uh, and so I really love it. I think that this might be the Yakuza game with the not only the best visually, but the most refined gameplay. Nice, it. I should get it then, huh? Yeah. No, I'm you should not definitely. Going to. Stop not everything yet. else you've been playing and start playing. <laughs> exactly, <this>. yeah. <laughs> not yet. You know what I do like? I like the main character's fit. I think he has yeah. got a nice fit, you know? Yeah. You can also... Uh, got that drip, you know? Yeah. You can also change his, uh, his clothes, uh, uh, depending on the mission. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm liking it a lot. You do not need to have played the first Judgment to enjoy this game. Because oh, it is that's, a different that's, story. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, yeah, good, uh, it is a different there. story. It is very much a crime drama, a detective drama. Let's call it, where it, the the main character is a detective. That's the whole idea behind the game, and there are certain mechanics that play into the detective part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Certain interrogations, certain you look for clues and stuff like that. Not not a lot to make it a. Kind of like make it a detective game, but it does have detective elements, like Batman, and, uh, like Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum. Sure, yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah. And so, yeah, I really liked. It. I'm really liking it a lot. I'm, I think, eight hours into the game, and mm-hmm. I think the game is like twenty hours. Okay. Oh wow, that's pretty short. Is that like? Oh, is that... you think twenty is short? Yeah, but I feel like Yakuza games are a lot longer than twenty hours. No, uh, Yakuza yeah, games usually go. Are? You they can go spend back and like forth. 120 in there if you want. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, if, if you if, want. If you like Golden Path, it. Golden Path, the, the main st- st- story. I think I beat the first one in like 
25 hours? Well, that that's the thing. They go back and forth. They go back and forth in the length of the games. Interesting. Like one, like Yakuza 1 is basically half the length of Yakuza 0. And I think Like a Dragon is longer than that. I genuinely okay, thought these were 40, 50 hour games. No, I mean, they can be. I pretty much ignore side stories. Actually, that's one thing that I want to mention about the game. Whereas one thing that I do not like about Lost Judgment and its story is how they you have the main story and then you think, okay, I'm going to go do that thing or progress the story. But then they'll sidetrack you into making you do a side story. It, very, it feels like a side story and it sidetracks you. And I do not like how often they do that. Yeah. That's one of my one of the things that I do not like about the story, but even then I the stories are negative is pretty good. So what do you think, Ignacio? Is it gonna be on your list then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, especially knowing how how again the Yakuza games the Ryuga Gotoku games go where the more you go, the more into it you get. I'm so in right now and I'm eight hours in. And I already had a scene that was so emotional, so so profound. You cried? I almost cried. Wow, okay. I like it when yeah, games almost. do that to me. I like it when games do yeah. that to me. But like it, it, the game also me. deals with some dark themes. Okay. The main theme, quote-unquote, of the game is bullying. Mm-hmm. You actually spend a lot of time in a school in this game. And so you get to know these, these students and you have to investigate the bullying that's going on and as you investigate that, you start learning about the bullying incident that happened a long time ago that drove a student to suicide. And so oh, wow. the game deals a lot with that. Some deep, deep themes then. Deep yeah. themes. Then. Is that... Okay, that's a good segue, um, Ignacio. Do you have anything else to add? Play a good Lost Judgment. Okay, play, play Lost Judgment. Uh, good segue, deep themes, dark themes. Psychonauts 2, Kyle, how's that going? I know that that uh, game is very deep. Are we just going to gloss over the fact that you're just like waving around a dagger here on the video? Oh, you version? know Gino has swords and daggers laying around. I have a dagger a for audio listeners. If you, I am holding a dagger. Um, you guys have seen <laughs> just this just plenty like of times around. around. I have seen that. Um, we know that. I just, uh, it's just like, you know, how you're holding a pen, you know, if you hold a pen and then you're just, you know, chewing yeah. on it or whatever. You know, Gino is ready like, for a fight. Yeah. Always ready for a fight. Always ready for a fight. Psychonauts 2, Kyle, tell me about Psychonauts it. Psychonauts 2, indeed. Yeah. Um, I have been playing this one. Uh, I started it a while back and, uh, kind of ran into, uh, like you had mentioned, this game is coming out and then that game and then Deathloop yeah. and this and that. Um, so I've, 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 uh, went back to Psychonauts 2. I played the first one right before this came out. Uh, I'm enjoying this. Guys, this game is yeah. really good. Um, I know. It, it's, especially if you enjoyed, uh, Ratchet and Clank this year, this is an, another one to check out. Uh, it is much more stylized in the artwork as you guys can see here in the video uh, it looks like uh tim burton uh fucked a muppet or something and Jesus. that's the good good description, there, good description. <laughs> <laughs> um 
but I, I I love the the art. It's it's so charming. Uh, the game is genuinely funny and is a good. Uh, it, it's it's just a good enjoyable time to play. Very witty. Yeah. It feels. What was that? Very witty, right? Yes. Yeah. Very witty indeed. Um, it, this game also deals with like themes of bullying and how. Uh, Certain things, certain events happened, and sometimes that can destroy people, right? They can become de depressed. They can become monsters. They can become things that they don't recognize. Um, all, all, all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, but similar to how a lot of pe people described Kina as a PlayStation 2, Kena, Kyle, pronounce it Kena, correctly, man. I'm Kena. tired of this, dude. It's, okay, it's it's all the same. Uh, this oddly feels like a PlayStation Three game, but in a good way. Um, yes, like it 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 f feels like something that I could see on an older console, but it has so many modern sensibilities uh, that it 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 just it feels really good to play it's fun i just got done with this uh like psychedelic level where you have to put this band back together it's the one that jack belak uh stars and he's uh, he voices yes. one of the the jack black. characters good old bowser jack black yeah yes yeah you guys might know jack, him as jack black, bowser the, the voice of bowser you mean <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what kids are going to be saying in a few years. I, I, I think right now I'm 75, 80 percent of the way done. I'm almost done with the <laughs> I game. You, I thought you were about to say about 75, 80 hours in. Like, no. Yeah, oh my you God, know, dude. 75, 80 hours in this yeah. like 20 hour game. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, just running around in circles. Uh, but no, yeah, it's it's uh, cool. it's good. I, I highly recommend this. I, I think this will rank very high up on a lot of people's top 10 lists for this this year. It's just it's it's solid. And I think cool. now that Double Find is owned by Microsoft, like we saw how Microsoft didn't really like interfere with them making this game. I'm excited to see the kind of stuff that they make next because it's just going to be yeah. bigger and better it's gonna be so good that is an excellent segue do you have anything else to say uh no i think that is it you guys are giving me some excellent segues you're excited to see what um what what the heck was his name again you said double fine uh you're excited to see what double fine is going to do next you know what i'm excited to see i'm excited to see what ember lab is going to do next my friends i finished kana bridge of spirits kana bridge of spirits Kena. Game of the year contender. Contender. Guys, I so when I first spoke about it, um I said this is my game of the year. Walking correct? back his statement. He's flopping. Um, <laughs> so I finished it, correct? Um I this is purely a nine out of ten. It's not a ten out of ten. Uh you know, speaking of it objectively, I personally I loved it so much it's one of my favorite games i've ever played uh but as i sat on it as i simmered in the juices of kana's credits you know what i mean i uh 
Sure. I thought about it and I was like, there is some things in this game that could have been better. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, for one, I, uh, I think the story wasn't as strong as it could have been. I think uh, definitely okay. they could have worked on narrative design there. Uh, Kano, which is the main character we play as, was not focused on at all. I had no idea who she was. Um, I just knew that she was this sweet girl that, uh, you know, uh, she, she takes place, she takes the place of her dad, uh, but we never see, I think we see her dad once, but he doesn't come into the story at any point or anything like there is no, uh, driving force for her specifically other than that. She's just a spirit guide. Um, so I think that was day in the life. Yeah, just the that was it was just yeah, exactly. A day in the life Kyle, exactly like that. Um but other than that, I think it, it's one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Uh, I think uh, every single cutscene that I uh that I went into, I was so I I sat down, put the controller down and watched cuz I just I was so invested in in what was happening. Um I think the final fight uh was it had different phases and i think it was very exciting very uh uh the way it it strips you of stuff and then you gain it all back and it's it's such a a a creative fight that i think is a very fun uh thing to have at the end uh, to make it this final battle uh when it comes to difficulty uh i think it's way too hard for normal and then way too easy for easy mode so that was something that they definitely because I bumped it down to easy because I was stuck. I was stuck on normal. I couldn't I couldn't go any like it was unfair the way it was, the, how hard it was. So I bumped yeah. it down to easy and I blazed through it. So it made me feel like I was cheating when I had her on easy. Mm. But then having a normal felt like they were cheating me, you know? Yeah. So it was like yeah. I, I don't know that that's that's one thing that that I guess uh you know I have an issue with. But other than that, uh, I'm not sure if it's gonna be my number one game of the year because we are talking about that now. We're, oh. we're we're ramping up. We're ramping up to that. Um, you know well, what's what's gonna be our games of the year and stuff like that. There's definitely high on my list. I would say top five or top three at the very least. Oh. Um. But uh. Uh, 100%. Yeah, I finished it, and it's uh, it's incredible. I definitely recommend it. And uh, as I said, and I saw someone in chat, uh, not in chat, uh, on, on Twitter say, this game could have gotten away with being $70. It could have gotten away. Or 60 I think the 60 because it was cross-generation. Could have gotten away with 100%. Because there's games of lower quality that are worth more. So, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, it could have gotten away with it. But anyway, Camille in the uh, chat uh, yes. says the difficulty surprised me too. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, that that it was it was weird how hard it was and then how easy it became when you switched it when you bumped it down. That was uh, that's definitely something that'll work on. But so Gino, is it your game of the year so far, or do you have another one, or do you think another one will come that will dethrone it? Um, it is my game of the year so far, but I, the thing is, I know that Final Fantasy will dethrone it, but I think that makes it unfair to every single other game that I'm going to play. Um, so (laughs) I won't even play it clearly. So I'm thinking objectively, you know, uh, cause uh, how, how it would be, how it would rank. So so we'll see. Mm. We will see. 
Um, what do I have next here? So I want to touch on two other games that I that I downloaded on Game Pass. Uh, Astria Ascending, which just came out, um, I think last week, on Thursday. Uh, and I played for like 30 minutes. This game, I was looking forward to it. It's not getting great reviews. I understand why. The voice acting is so weird. I could have been in this. <laughs> that it would have been normal. Um, the 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 writing is off too. It's like it, it, they do things like God. It's just there's there's like these little fairies that came and told me like the town was in danger, and then like they they're like switching off words off each other. Like they're completing mm-hmm. a sentence, but they're all doing one word. It's like yeah, it's just a little annoying. Relax, dude. Um, and then the first the first mission I got lost. And I don't like that. Like, tell me where to go. Don't just tell me where it is that I have to go. I have no idea what this world is. Why are you telling me I have to go to Hollow Scape? And I've this is the first time I'm playing. How do I get there? And it doesn't tell me. So it's so weird. Uh, but then as soon as I finally figured out, after half an hour, I figured out how to get to where I was going. Uh, I got into combat. Combat's really fun. Uh, the art style is really fun. This is, if you don't know, it's like a side-scrolling. Uh, uh, what's that game? Crown Kings, Crown Kings, Kings made by Vanilla. Stop no idea. <laughs> uh, give me something else. Uh, uh, God, uh, Odin Sphere, Odin Sphere, like? Leiftrusir, Odin Sphere, Leiftrusir. He has not this game. <laughs> Kings Crown. It's not Kings Crown. It's Crown something. Whatever. It's like this side-scrolling. Uh, beautifully hand-drawn uh, characters. Is it on this the painted PS world Vita game? Yeah, by any chance? It is, there is a PS Vita uh, game of it, but it's a PlayStation game, like normal PS4. Uh, was it it was on PS3 as well. Um, I forgot what it was called, man. But crowns, crowns, something. Anyway. Yeah, I can um, picture the box art. I cannot. Yeah. Anyway, so it's that sort of art style, uh, where you're side-scrolling and then it's turn-based RPG, uh, and that's all I have to say about it. It's that it's. This is one of those games where I'm like, okay, I gotta drop this one because there's so many games to play. So, so, so yeah. So Astria, that's Astria sending, but it is worth a try if you like those kinds of games on Game Pass. That's free on Game Pass. And another game that I played on Game Pass was the Artful Escape. So, have you guys heard of this game, Kyle? I have heard of it. Have you played okay, this so game, Kyle? Dragon's Crown. Dragon's Crown. That's the one. Dragon's Crown. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, Kyle, this is the Artful Escape. I, as I was playing it, I was like, Kyle would like this game. Have you thought I've, about playing this game? I've heard good things. Uh, uh-huh. Tim Gettys at Kind of Funny was like, this yes. is one of my favorite, like, pieces of media in yeah. 2021, period. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm interested in checking it out, but I've, I've not gotten there yet. I was I heard his his high praises of it and I was like wow that sounds pretty pretty wild, um and I have played it for like about two hours, and it is so wild. It is such an interesting game. It is so cool. It's basically like you know he how he described it. You know how he described it. It's just a walking simulator pretty much, um where you're traversing space and time and and all that stuff and then you're playing your instrument and as you're playing your instrument you're lighting up the sky and 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 the environment and all that stuff and 
it's just like you had when you mentioned Psychonauts psychedelic. It's like that. This is one yeah. of those games. If if you smoke marijuana, you do mushrooms, you do any of that stuff, make sure you pop one in before you start playing this, because you're gonna go for a freaking trip, my friends. Um, it's so it's it's so cool. It's such a cool game, and uh, I. I found myself as I kept playing. Uh, I found myself saying, "Wow, like whoa, this is whoa, this is cool, this is crazy." Whoa, um, wow. So and it it is one of those games <laughs> that I like to just like I start playing it before bed. I'm just you know laying in bed and and just walking because it's not an intensive game at all. As you see there in like the in the thing, uh, in the video that we're playing, how he was just had those little cuts, those quick cuts. That's yeah. what happens every time you go to like another scene or something. It's just like quick cuts, like really, really cool, interesting cuts. And it's so, it's so, I don't know, man. This game is so interesting. It's so cool. And the music that you play, uh, as you play the guitar, um, it goes along with the background music that's, uh, that's playing. Um, I don't know how it does it, but it always goes so well with it. And then there is like these sort of boss fights uh, where they play notes on their face and on your controller, you have the L, B, R, B, Y, X, and B, where you have to play those same notes. So you both are making a song together. Yeah. Rhythm game. Exactly. You both are making a song together and then uh, eventually you both start doing it at the same time. And it's just like this, this composition of incredible freaking you know uh, this huge final guitar uh strum and it's like everything goes wild and it's so cool it's such an interesting game such an interesting game but yeah uh Mm -hmm. so i am gonna keep playing now i am for sure gonna and you should definitely try it i I suggest uh suggest you try it kyle you would like it uh i don't know about you uh Ignacio, you'd probably like it too. I mean, I, I think it's because the know. thing is, because yeah. when 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 Tim Gay spoke about those the uh, the other guys that were not interested in it yeah. at all, yeah, so yeah. I think it is that kind of game that is like it's not for everyone. But if it is for you, you are gonna like People it. Hit. Yeah, yeah, you are gonna like it. So, and I'm liking it. I'm definitely liking it. Uh, so last last game I have here, not too much to say about it. New World. Oh, we're gonna talk about oh, it later. New world. Yeah. A whole new Don't world. Don't you dare dude. close your eyes. You guys, you know what? Just sing it, and then we'll talk about it later. Go ahead. Keep singing. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let's just end the podcast after we sing it, and, and then we don't yeah, even exactly. have to hear him talking, yeah. you know? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Let me hear your pipes, Ignacio. Come on. Let me hear him. Let me hear him. Don't be shy. I can show you the there world. There you go. <laughs> Shining, shimmering, splendid. Damn, that's very, very good. Really good, actually. Mad. Really good. <laughs> Don't make me think, because I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> New World, guys. As I've said, I've played New World before. You guys know about it. Um, mm-hmm. New World is quite addicting. It's a very good game. But uh, the majority of the time that I've spent playing it has been sitting in a queue. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I have, I have played probably a total of three hours, but my game time would probably be closer to 15 hours. So, uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, this is a a very fun game. Uh, it is a um, an MMO, as you guys know. I very yeah. much love MMOs. 
But this is a different different kind of MMO. So yes, we are going to talk about it more uh, in depth later. So I don't want to, I don't want to bring everything up now, but I I do want to say I'm enjoying it and it is a good game and uh, I'm having fun with it. Gina. Yes. You know, I like to make fun of Final Fantasy XIV for a good reason. Yeah. Uh, But I've seen a lot of people that, uh, that uh, do not play MMOs that uh, Mm -hmm. are giving this game a try. Like Greg Miller, we know. He gave it a try, but he would never, ever play Final Fantasy XIV. Yes, absolutely so, not. If I am a person that doesn't like fourteen or that doesn't play MMOs, w- is there anything in there for me? Why would I get into it? 100%. 100%. Good question. And uh, that is what I, do, I did want to talk to you guys about when we talk about the game. Should we talk about, should I scrap that news article and talk about it here? What do you guys think? Go for it. Sure, yeah. Just scrap it and talk about it here? I don't see why we can't revisit it again and just do like a shortened version. Okay, yeah, we could. Well, I mean, it's it's. I was going to convince you guys to try it out is what I was going to do in that. Yeah, go for it. So, okay, so since you asked, Ignacio, since you asked, Ignacio, this is 100% a game for you. If you don't like MMOs, this is... The MMO part of this is massively multiplayer online. That's all it is. When, you're, when you drop into the world, you're going to see hundreds of hundreds of players playing the same thing you are. Uh, the, the cool thing is there's proximity chat. So there's people screaming in towns or someone, you know, come help you out. And then you just press the, the, uh, the button to talk and you're like, hey, thanks, man. They'll be like, no problem, dude. And they're out of there. You know, it's like that's just that cool sort of community. Uh, with it uh but the the main the main reason a lot of people are getting interested in it is because of the gameplay specifically this isn't your regular tab targeting uh mmo where you press your buttons to do your skills and then you do the regular auto attack no this Mm -hmm. one you are um you are doing your your main auto attack based based off of what weapon you're using. You either have you know you have a spear, you have a hammer, you have a great axe, you have a sword and shield. Um, uh, you have uh, different staffs. You have an ice gauntlet to shoot ice. Um, and there's all these different kinds of ways to play. But you also are, um, if you just mash buttons, it's going to be hard for you if you're not dodging, if you're not blocking. If you're not mm. running around, mm. then it's going to start getting hard because the combat is extremely engaging. And I think so that's it sounds what... To me, it sounds yeah. to me like the gameplay belongs more in a like a Demon Souls game yeah. or a Neo, an action game. It is, it's, it's a lot more of an action game than it is an MMO. Um, so it's... There's, when you're coming in here, this is a game that you need to grind for. Uh, because every yeah. single thing that you're doing, uh, there's a level for. So um, you're going to chop down trees. You're going to gain level on chopping down trees. You're going to mine rocks and ore. Yeah. You're going to gain level on I, doing that. I heard that that was um, a thing. It reminds me a lot of, I don't know if either you played it back in the day, RuneScape. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. It reminds me a lot of those, exactly. those days. Of this is... You're, you're going to the mines to mine, getting experience to that. Yeah. This to is, mine a better thing. This is like RuneScape. Two, you know, this is oh, yeah. exactly what that oh, is. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is, it's cool. There's things that you you do need to uh, group up for. 
um because there's harder monsters out there and there's dungeons um that you need to go in uh, a group with uh but it's it's really fun the gameplay loop is fun the the things that you're grinding for they're fun to do you know it's it's a uh, there's a lot of something that games can pull off well and and or maybe mess up and then that doesn't keep you addicted is the sounds so when you're mining or chopping down wood or something it sounds pleasant you know it sounds like you just want to keep doing this you know that's that's mm. that's what they've pulled off it's so calm well and peaceful right it's ca- yeah so if you just i'm gonna focus today on leveling up my chop my my wood cutting so you're just gonna go ahead and do that then you're just gonna chop a bunch of trees as you keep leveling up you could chop down uh different kinds of trees mature trees and there's these glowing blue trees and then also all this, all this other stuff um some things that are that are negative about it is the traverse like the, the 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 what is it the travel you are walking everywhere there's no mounts yeah. uh i uh, i heard that about that yeah eventually you do get to teleport often to you know small little towns and stuff like that but um you have a currency for that and if you're out of it you're out of luck dude you gotta just freaking you know you gotta walk yeah and i, I yeah. hear that some people are would rather kill themselves and yeah that's the thing yeah people kill themselves to teleport back wherever they gotta go because i don't think there is there's no penalty for dying um that's what i was just about to ask like is is there if that's the case like is there some kind of penalty or some kind of like hey if you die you lose all your money no that i know that i know of no there isn't any penalty because i've died once i think and i just it just teleported me back to town and that was it um interesting but yeah, so there is uh, the PvP aspect of it, which is a huge uh, part of it. Um, but you could choose to not take part in it if you don't want to, uh, which I haven't yet. Um, where there's these three factions, of course. Uh, I am part of the syndicates, so go syndicates. And uh, the purple team. And basically, you control different territories on the map. So. Um, if we control this town called First Light, uh, the market board there where the players sell stuff and, and things like that, um, we are taxed less than the Covenant or the Marauders because we own this town, you know? So we are treated better. We are given resources here. Um, uh, uh, we have, you know, better, uh, whatever it is. We have better stuff here because we own this town. Sure, yeah. And the marauders for example can come and start attacking or whatever and if you have your pvp on and then eventually they'll uh declare war so that will become a pvp match where uh i think it's 50 versus 50 you end up signing up for it there's hundreds of people signing up for it and the guild that owns this the the town so for example if I was in the guild called Minus Warriors of Darkness, if we're the ones that was controlling that city, we get to choose who goes to war. And then the Marauders, the guild that is attacking there, they get to choose who goes to war. So these guilds are fighting based off of anyone that signed up for it. And if the Marauders win, then they take the town and they own it now. But if we win, then we keep it. And then that's ours. 
So basically, it, yeah. It right. kind of sounds like a, a much more thought out version of the like Spartan battles in Assassin's Creed, right? You, you mm -hmm. had those like big fights and then everyone was sitting there, but it's actually like yeah. real players sitting there having this big fight and there's actual consequences co 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 and yeah. hey, if you win, then you get, you know, these discounts and stuff like that exactly. on this material yeah. and like that yeah lewis cool in the chat just like they actually just had a huge fight for a fort so many people so yeah it's it's nice. it's it's really cool events that you get get to be a part of um that it's just everyone goes at it uh you know you have your your certain builds or whatever and and you just go go to war to defend your town or you take one and that's yeah. the majority that's all of the map pretty much where it's divided uh, and based off of who's taken that uh, location. Uh, so, wait. So if that happens, and I'm just regular me, I do not want war, or yeah. I'm not gonna participate in this particular war. Does that affect me if I go to that town to just do whatever? No. If you don't have your PvP on, then you won't be a part of it. Uh, and if I do, if you turn your PvP on, if somebody else has their PvP on, they can attack you in the open world. You can no, easily I, be attacked. I mean, for these wars where you fight over uh -huh. control over a, a certain town. You, if I go to that town, is that war going on, and I just cannot do? No, no, no. Yeah, you, no. You could be in it. The, it's like an instance thing. That if they go to war, it's an instance thing. I believe. I haven't done it, um, but I believe it is instanced. So you go to a, a battlefield or whatever, and then you fight there. Oh, um, so you do not fight in the You don't fight in, in the, the town, no, or in the city, no, no, no. Oh, man, that would have been cool. That would be cool, actually. That would yeah. be cool. But the thing is, when they are trying to take the town, you do see them fighting outside of it. Because oh, yeah. they aren't at war yet, but they are. They have these players that have PvP on, and they're fighting outside of the city. Um, they're fighting each other. So, okay. But yeah, this is cool. I have three questions. Three more questions. Number okay. one. Number one. Is there controller support? No. Son of a... <laughs> See, that's... There should be. Or, this would be a game for make controller break support. Make or break, and was a break. I don't believe there is controller support. Um, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anyone talk about it, and I don't think there is. So, so yeah. We'll see. Number two. Number two. Yes. Is it free to play? One-time purchase. That's it. See, that's another strike. You're two strikes already. What do you mean? It's not subscription like Final Fantasy. It's yeah, $40. Yeah, but if I just want to try it out, if I just want to try it out, I'm going to... Well, maybe you should have tried the beta, huh, Ignacio? Come on. Uh, yeah, well, no. Nah. No one was talking about the beta back then. Uh, mm -hmm. And the third one, is it subscription-based? No? I just told you, no. Is there... <laughs> no, but not subscription-based. Is there, like... A battle pass? RuneScape, you had your free oh, you version. The, no, 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 no. There's the membership. Yeah, no, there's nothing okay. like that. No. Okay. Two no. out of three strikes. Okay. Also, oh wait, Lou plays on controller. Lou here in the chat oh. here plays on controller. You have to map every key, but it works. No. Interesting. Interesting. So it, it is a workaround. It's not actually supported. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the best controller support of any MMO is Final Fantasy XIV Online. We know that. Yeah, okay, but no one wanna play that game. No one wanna play that game. So I, I do I do wanna mention some things about it. I won't I won't talk Wait, about so this. How later. much is it? How much is it? Forty dollars. Forty dollars is it. Okay. Forty dollars. Eh. 
So, um, it's, not at all. this has risen to number two game on Steam. Might be number one now. I don't know. By the time when I read it, there was about 700,000 concurrent players, and that is rising. Um, it has more than more than one million players logged in on launch day. That's a shit ton of people, guys. That is a lot of people. So I had a queue on launch day of like 9,000 people before me, and I didn't finish it. I got out of the queue. But when I first tried, when I, when I wanted to get into it, I put myself in the queue, waited five hours. Five hours to play the game. And then I started playing. And that sucks. That really yeah. sucks. But the thing is... Chino's Ch- 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 sitting there like, man, I don't have time to do anything. Meanwhile, <laughs> he's just sitting there <laughs> doing absolutely yeah. nothing for five hours. So, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, the thing is Amazon has uh, done well about it. They added a bunch of servers for people to play on. Um, and they're allowing people to transfer servers so they could go back to the one they wanted to be on when the queue's better and stuff like that. So they are dealing That's with cool. it well. Good for them. Um, and yeah, it's another thing I wanted to mention. Uh, um, I'll scrap the story, but uh, uh, Amazon, as we know, worked on Crucible. They had a Lord of the Rings MMO that they canceled. Um, and Crucible, if you don't know, it was like a battle, uh, not a battle royale, but a team-based Overwatch kind of game. It was um, the game that they released and then yeah. unreleased like, exactly three yeah. months later yeah. they're like they actually released it and they're never like, mind yeah this is not good so so yeah so amazon game <laughs> studios like, <laughs> so amazon game studios was in a little bit of a of a hole there uh so they were really hoping for this game to do well and they did not expect it to do as well as it's been doing um but it is it's well deserved it's a it's freaking amazon which uh you know jeff bezos and stuff you know is is, is this made in their lumberyard engine maybe you know i know what you mean oh. is 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 it made in in that way I, 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 I don't know i don't wait what are you are you referring to no i don't you're no, not referring so to amazon, this is a real amazon thing has its own engine Okay. Yeah, it's their engine. i thought you were talking about like right there. is this their warehouse workers okay <laughs> so uh uh, according to Google, it is Lumberyard. Lumberyard. Okay. okay. Lumberyard. There you go. Yeah, so Amazon has their own like, engine. It's been a 16-hour shift. I'm peeing and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Bottles still have to code that thing. They yeah. won't let, let, let us unionize. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought you were referring to, but okay. Um, that's funny. Uh, wait, does New World have anything going for it that could make it as big as WoW or Final Fantasy XIV in the future? Asks Kumail in the chat. Does it have anything going for it? Yes, it does. It's a different kind of game. Uh, it's, a, it's a game that if you don't like MMOs, you would like this one. Uh, because it's, it's not that traditional uh, style. Uh, I'm interested. I know it's Amazon, so they are going to support it for quite a long time. Uh, and obviously... They with... don't have a choice, because it's basically their only yeah. game. Yeah. Except for the thing that, is, that one that I... they did, like... 10 years ago i feel like amazon is going to become an mmo studio though uh Mm. because the next game that they are publishing is also an mmo um they're not making it but they're publishing a lost ark here they're bringing it to the to the west um which is a very popular shit ton of servers like they are one of the like world's leading uh yeah yeah. companies in in terms of servers (laughs) You say that, mm-hmm. and then still we have Gino waiting, waiting for hours. 
I, I, well, I, I, but like that's that's the thing they're 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 not used to the amount of people that are signing up like yeah. Shino said they weren't expecting it to hit this big they were not but they're not in a situation where like so many people are trying to play and the game just gets broken because the servers yeah. don't work they can just be like oh well we have all of this space so uh, just up this we'll try and like maintain it and see where it actually yeah. needs to be at and stuff like that so so um kumail asked is different enough uh in the chat and i think in a in a in a, the hard hitting <laughs> questions is it's different, different enough i, agree. I think in the, in a in a in the MMO space that we are in now, uh, as we know, uh, World of Warcraft is sort of on the downfall. Um, Final Fantasy is rising. Uh, these are MMOs that you can compare them. You can compare them very well to each other because uh, they're sort of the same thing, just different styles and stuff like that. I think for New World, the fact that it is different, the fact that it is unique, um, it is enough because this is going to bring people in that aren't used to playing games like and the fact that they have systems that i haven't seen before in any other mmo uh with the pvp and uh with the way it plays and stuff like that obviously we have mmos like uh, uh black desert which plays uh very much like that but this is that one's so heavily i, I don't know it i think it's japanese i think but it's so much part of that culture. Like Desert? Black Desert Online. Yeah, it's so part of that culture that it feels, you know, it's sort of this cash shop, you know, cash grab kind of uh, I MMO. think it's Korean. Um, is it Korean? Korean. One of those. Uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, South Korean. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But what, Lost Ark, the one that they're publishing, is a South Korean. But the thing uh, about New World is uh, that it... it is that sort of action-oriented, you know, very kinetic, uh, uh, very engaging combat. And it doesn't feel like any sort of pay-to-win. It's not any of that. Uh, they said this from the beginning. They're not going to do anything like that. Anything you pay for is purely cosmetic, which is a, a, a good thing for them to say. Not just do, but it's a good thing for them to say. Uh, I think... They have a lot riding on this from that uh, failure of Crucible that they are thinking of this uh, very, uh, they're not taking this lightly. They want this to succeed because they want to be part of that space. And they have their backs up against the wall. Yeah. And they have their backs up against the wall and I think they're pushing back very well. So this, oh. as long as they continue to support it, uh, as long as they add things that they've promised they were going to add, they said the world is going to get bigger, so they are going to add mounts. Um, I think as long as they continue to grow on what they're doing now, then it is going to be enough. It's definitely a, a fun game to play. That's, that's, what, that's what it needs to be. It needs to be fun. If you're going to be there for hours on end, it needs to be fun to be there. So, and mm -hmm. that's what New World does. So um, that, that they're going to do well. I believe they are. I believe they are. Cool. So there you go, my friends. We talked about New World. That's everything I was going to say in that news article, so we don't got to talk about it. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah, there we have it. Oof-wee! 
Oh, wait, before this, I said, let's not spend a lot of time on what we've been playing, am I right, yeah. guys? Yeah. But there we yeah. have it. We got a lot of news to talk about, but before we get into that, let's go into some housekeeping. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. I would like to thank our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier above. Sam, thank you so much. Jat Namas in the chat, our moderator and our supporter mm -hmm. for so many years. Today is Alan's birthday. That is his gift from you to him. Your support. He knows it. He feels it. There you go. Thank you, Alan, for your birthday. I'm Thanks. so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> there we have it. Uh, any cool shows, uh, uh, Kyle, that you want to shout out? What if? Yeah, we've been doing a lot of cool stuff here on the Whatnots. Uh, on the review show, uh, we just started our spooky month. Uh, so all of this month in October, we're going to be doing horror movies and comics and TV shows. Who knows what? Uh, the first one that we are recording tomorrow and will be out on Wednesday, uh, this next week here, um, it mm. is on an Australian movie called Lake Mungo. Uh, it's about the death of this young girl uh, and the like supernatural stuff that occurs uh, to her family and uh, the house that they live in after words. And it's this like mockumentary style. Um, so it's, it's an, it's an, it's an interesting movie indeed. Uh, on top of that, on the captain's log, uh, we had a really cool interview with Stephanie cook recently she is a writer and a comics creator she has a few graphic novels that are out there uh she's a podcaster and has uh a podcast all about uh like heist movies and and stuff like that and the capers capers capers, capers the caper yeah. cast yeah. Uh, follows is, me on twitter show, so yeah. shout out to the caper cast <laughs> there you go yeah yeah Awesome. Uh, so yeah, we have all sorts of stuff. Ignacio, who decided to leave the podcast, uh, yeah. him and I did our reactions to Star Wars Visions on the Reactor Core. So go check that stuff out as well. And of course, this next week is the final Marvel's What If. So we will be reacting to that yeah. as well. So go check all that stuff out. There you have it. There you have it. So many things. There you have it. All right, boys, let's get into the news of the week. 
All right, my friends. Number one here, we have Sony has acquired Bluepoint. Finally. 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 Bluepoint Games most, Finally. most notably known. Official. Most notably known for pristine remakes of Shadow of the Colossus and Demon's Souls has finally been acquired by PlayStation, making it the 16th member of the PlayStation Studios' first-party wow. family. In an interview on IGN here with Jonathan Dornbush, studio founder Marco Thrush confirmed that they are making original content moving forward. Kyle, how do you feel about yes, them sir. making original content instead of remakes? Or does that uh, not mean I'm, that? We'll see. I am totally fine with that. I think that is good for them. They have proven themselves time and time again with these remakes. Uh, and I know as a creative person, it's often good to kind of cut your teeth on that stuff and like, oh, OK, if I want to learn how to make something, maybe I can just mimic something else. Right. And yeah. Fig figure out how they made that. Uh, and yeah, they've been remaking these these giga games. And if they can now make something of their own and just be, be like, hey, this is this is us. This is what we actually want to to do and make. I'm I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. Screw that. Give me more remakes. Ignacio, how do you feel that they are not work? We have heard of a Metal Gear Solid remake, which we'll talk yeah. about a little bit later. But how do you feel that yep. Blue Point isn't working on the remake that we've been hoping for? Then, I mean, as a consumer that has enjoyed several of their remasters and their remakes, I of course would like them to do more of that. Them being bought by Sony opens up so many opportunities. Yeah, for them to work on different IPs. That being said, I do understand what Cal says, that as a creative person, you would want, you'd rather prefer, I think, work on your own things. But still, I think that they have so much potential that's their bread and butter that seeing them go, like, uh, somewhere else, where do something else other than that, I think that there might be something that's being lost in the in the industry because i think that the remakes and remasters have a good place in the industry yeah and i like yeah. that blue point is there as the people that do that and they do the pretty much the best so it's I, sad that that might be lost i'm i'm of two minds about this guys uh and you both touched on it i think blue point has done incredibly well with remakes as we know, these are probably some of the best remakes we've ever seen, aside from uh, mm -hmm. Resident Evil uh, 2 remake and stuff like that from Capcom. Yeah. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus and Demon's Souls were incredible remakes. So, um, Metal Gear, they did the Metal Gear Oh, the collection, remasters. yeah, the, the remaster. Yeah. Um, so I think I felt like Sony purchasing them was for that sort of, to to fill that hole of, okay, you guys are a studio that is going to make remakes and you're going to make really good ones. So you can revisit our old uh, IP and remake this and this is going to be incredible. Nah, um, remastered. Because we, because we know they're going to be great. But at the same time, um, I think that studio, um, PlayStation is so good at building these relationships uh, with... Uh, uh, studios and then finally purchasing them because they see something in them. Uh, and then most of the time they let them do what they need to do, what they want to do. 
I feel like, uh, aside from some things that we've heard of with uh, Naughty Dog specifically and uh, and Bend, but if you've yeah, proven, yeah. I feel like to Sony, if you've proven yourself, then they're gonna let you do what you want to do. And I think Blue Point has proven themselves in a way where it's like, we want to do our own thing because we know that we can. And Sony's like, okay. And it might have been where they have been working on something and Sony saw it and then they were like, all right, we want this. So we are going to buy you. Um, but at, I also think since they have worked on remakes and remasters, do they have the team necessary to make a strong narrative mm. action adventure game that Sony is known for? Do they have? No, we don't. Know yeah. That. Do they have a narrative team that knows how to write and stuff like that? Yes. Kyle. Uh, yeah. Hi, Kyle Springer from the Whatnots dot yes. com. Um, I kind of hope they don't do a narrative adventure game mm. like only what Sony does. I I, I hope mm-hmm. they do something else. That's just me personally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I agree with what Ignacio said too. Right? They they are really really good at this one thing and i think sony having that card in their deck so so to speak to kind of like hey we can like as technology is moving forward we're starting to understand this idea of like hey we need to bring some of this older stuff up um and i think having them in in the play book is 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 a good thing that yeah. I think if they continued to do remakes and and stuff like that, that would be a good get. Yeah, that's that's the thing because yeah, they, they bought uh, as we know they bought Nixus to make PC ports, so yeah. they're gonna port their games to PC. Uh, who who did they buy recently? Fire Sprite to make a multiplayer yeah. game. So they have like they're making these purchases where you're gonna fill this spot. So Blue Point could be that spot where you're going to make the remakes um but yeah Mm. it comes back to the they just they trust in them so if you think you're going to do something good uh maybe they have seen it at this point we don't know that um then they're going to go ahead and do it so also blue blank has only done one original game one thing that they've done and it wasn't a narrative or anything right it was like a weird, no it, like it a, is an uh, it's called blast factor it came out on the ps3 and it is an arcade game yeah it it's pretty much like asteroids but with like that aesthetic that you would have seen in the xvla era or downloadable games where yeah. it is very colorful a lot of uh particle effects going on mm. Gotcha. But yeah, after that, that was their first game, and then after that, it has all been either ports or remasters or remakes. I see. So the last thing I wanted to bring up here with you guys, I wanted to ask you guys a question because they bought uh, Housemark, correct? Sony bought Housemark. Uh, mm-hmm. They made that mistake where they showed Blue Point, and it was like, yeah, Blue Point would be the next logical studio that they're going to buy. After this. Now we don't know who they could buy or who they could yep. um, do what they could do. So I'll start with you, Kyle. What do you think they're going to do next? Or what do you hope they would do next? Do they buy something? Do they make something? What do you think? I kind of mentioned it. I want to see them expand their portfolio. They mm-hmm. they have kind of cornered the market on these like third 
first-person narrative adventures, and they're really freaking good. I yeah. want more of them, but I also want to see something else, right? Like, I can't get past that first biome in Returnal because I suck, uh, but I, I want to see... Uh, more experimental stuff like yeah. that i know that that is technically also still a third person narrative adventure but yeah still like i i, I want to see them do more like w when are we gonna get like the sony studios rpg right yeah. whatever that looks like or a first person shooter we just saw them recently shut down the Killzone website to to do something uh -huh. like that, but I think also we got hints that Gorilla was also maybe working yeah, on some, first something person something. There is something I do want to mention about Gorilla. We'll probably talk about it in the lightning round. Yeah, um, expand their portfolio. Yeah, I uh, I do. I wanted to. I thought about this and I wanted to ask you guys because I had a more specific answer. I want them to buy Ember. <laughs> I want, I think, the, the thing okay. is, the thing is, I think that Ember Lab, it, yeah, that being their first game, they have this immense amount of potential that I think if they had, if they, which they did have, I, I, I assume they were in Sony's pockets for Kena. Um, have Ember Lab be the new blueprint. Be like, hey, Jack and Daxter could, uh, there you go. A, That's exactly what I'm talking about. I think, Hell yeah. uh, the thing is, I would love to see Ember Lab continue to do their own thing because if they made Kana, that would be it, would be incredible to see what they can expand on. Sly but Cooper needs it, a remaster, it would also be incredible for them to have to bring Jack and Daxter back because Sony, as, as you're saying, you know, expand their, their catalog, they are lacking but not so much in these small you know characters that they like a lot of their main characters are you know ellie joel uh jen sakai uh, aloy these humanoid characters yeah. you know nathan drake and they've started with astrobot they have a uh, sack boy which they don't pay much attention to but they still have him there i think if they have a studio like ember ratchet lab still ratchet yeah if they have a studio like ember lab which brings that sort of style to the 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 family uh they could make something you know magical something really good um so Absolutely. so i think yeah. uh, an ember lab would be uh, which is another thing that they're so good at doing which i've been saying that, you know time and time again is they're good at nurturing these studios and then finally buying them so yeah I think they should that's why i think i that's why i do not think that they would maybe if there's a possibility yeah. that they wouldn't do it right now because yeah. if you look at their past track record as to the studios that they have bought it has usually been studios that they have worked together with um for several years yeah uh in some america fours we know that they did a lot of so many games for so many years and uh mm -hmm. most recently blue point had also done several things before and so you from this it, it seems that they prefer to play it safe a bit and then when not play safe but the studios that they buy are studios that it makes sense that oh you are basically already part of us let's yeah. make it official purposeful calculated yeah yeah so is that what you and would like to that, see them do ignacio uh what by Amberla? no i mean like what, what we're talking about what is it that you'd want to see them do next oh uh, I, I mean of course i would like them to be 
a bit more diverse onto what they put out. They used to be so diverse back in the day. They would put out so many different types of games. Uh, but that has, in recent years, they have just ma mainly focused on third-person narrative action games, and they have perfected that formula. I love all those games. But yeah, it would be nice to, for them to be a bit more crazy or yeah. go in different directions. I don't necessarily want the developers that they already have to do that because we know that they are great at doing what they do. And so, yeah, cultivate more relationships. It doesn't need to be first party. They do not need to buy them. Just And they even do that. They partner with all these different studios. We talked about the partnerships with first-person shooter game studios and with uh, other, other games that, that have come out. And they have done a good job of using second party as to in a way to fill up those holes that they have yeah. as to what developer I think they could buy next. Like I said, they, they seem to tend to buy studios that they have already worked a lot on with. And I don't know what studio that could be. The only one that comes up to mind is Chronic Dreams, which for oh. so many years it has been a thing of, oh, they're going to buy them any day. And I think that but they had a falling out with true. them now, that, didn't they? They fought with them or something. Which is what Did I've they? heard. Yeah, I've heard that they had a, a like a they had some issue go on with them, and then that's why they never bought. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember. not remember. Mm. I think, but yeah, the the only studio that that comes to mind is Quantic Dreams. I yeah. cannot think of any other studio that has that relationship like Insomniac, like Housemark, mm -hmm. like them, where they are basically. First party studios, but without saying that they are first party studios. Yeah. So uh, you guys added here. I don't know who added it. I don't know if it was you or, or Kyle. Ignacio. That was me. Uh, uh, Fabric Games has been acquired by PlayStation owned studio Fire Sprite. So I have heard of this. Um, and from what I know about it, uh, as we know, Fire Sprite is made up of a lot of people that were part of Sony Liverpool, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And. Uh, so Sony Liverpool became sort of Fire Sprite, then PlayStation purchased Fire Sprite. Um, yeah. And uh, the, what is it, the creative director or the, 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 what is it, the owner of Fire Sprite, he had split off into two sort of teams, and then Fabric was one of them or something. Interesting. He, like, created okay. one of those. So I think what that was um, was he was just merging uh both reconsolidating yeah reconsolidating fabric and fire okay. sprite into one good, good context because yeah i i yeah i put this on here and was like i'm not really familiar with either of these studios or what yeah. they've done but from the, the like the small bit that i saw it it seemed like they had uh like a small working relationship already yeah uh, so it was, it was like, like a yeah. it was like their support studio so i guess cool. it just brought them into the like hey yeah. um if you're gonna they buy us facebook official yeah <laughs> if you're gonna buy us can our friend come too like it was like i guess it was like that you know it, like, it is funny how like you mentioned uh fire sprite used to be sony liverpool yeah sony liverpool was shut down by sony yeah. they were a first party studio and they're basically bringing it back yeah i think that was just one of those things where it's like uh, it's just, you know, it, don't bring it up. It just happens. Okay. That's how it is. Yeah. All right. Like, Shit like, like, yeah, we had a breakup, but okay. we're, we're to get the It's fine. Uh, but there you have it. So there we have it. Sony has acquired Bluepoint. Finally, 
we already knew that was gonna happen but uh it's funny because then blue point tweeted with that mistake they were like we are independent we are independent but i think that was just like just you know just you know so you don't know yet you know but whatever Mm -hmm. there you have it all right my friends number two here konami is going hard on video games so i got a report here from back Back. Yeah, back. exactly. Good we have game. a report here game. from GameSpot. Eddie <laughs> McCutch. Eddie McCutch. Um, so let me... He has a write-up here. Uh, new details have come to light regarding future games from Konami. Sounds like the studio's ramping up its premium game development, and this could include a Castlevania reimagining multiple new Silent Hill games and a remake of Metal Gear Solid 3. This information comes from reporter Andy Robinson, who shared the details during the VGC Off the Record podcast on Friday. Further details were published in this VGC story. Robinson said the Castlevania game is a reimagining of the series and that an internal studio in Japan is developing it alongside external partner studios in Japan. The Metal Gear project is said to be in the works at Virtuos, the Singapore-based studio that has worked on a series of high-profile games and ports, including Dark Souls and The Outer Worlds for Switch. and Very fitting name. And finally... Very fitting name for the city. And finally, multiple Silent Hill games are now in the works, one of which has been outsourced to a prominent Japanese developer, Robinson said. All of these new projects will begin to be announced in 2022. So, what do you mean about the name, Ignacio Virtual? Funny enough that the studio is named Virtuos because if you played Metal Gear Solid 3, the name of the first mission is the Virtuos mission. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So that's why they chose that yeah. studio, huh? You bet. I think. Uh, also, funny, uh, uh, did, yeah, you have here that the they are planning on a remake of Metal Gear Solid 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you feel about that? Is that a, is that the is that a good one? Metal Gear Solid Three. I think. What do you think? A, does it deserve Metal a remake? Gear Solid, I think any Metal Gear Solid uh, game deserves a remake. Mm. Going for Metal Gear Solid Three, I think makes sense because you could work like chronologically with these games. Metal Gear Solid Three is the earliest in the Metal Gear Solid chronology, and yeah, I also think that it is maybe in a certain way the easiest to remake without Kojima because out of the Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 and 3 3 is the most straightforward like this is the story has a great plot but it isn't so crazy and over the top with themes like Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 and so I think that yeah 3 is a good maybe a starting point for them especially if they do not get Kojima on board yeah yeah and uh, this uh, Silent Hill, uh, these Silent Hill games, uh, Kyle, from a Japanese, have been outsourced to a Japanese developer. Do we know of a Japanese developer that makes horror I, games? I, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of them. I, I, I don't know which one is actually working on this because I is, don't pay attention to Silent Hill at all because uh, I don't like the horror games. But <laughs> that's I can why I'm see, asking like, you. Capcom or Sega or or, or something uh, like that. that seems to be a prominent, a prominent Japanese yeah Japanese developer right could be Capcom I could see 
Capcom. But yeah. I'm saying, who is uh, who who's developing Ghostwire Tokyo? I want to look that up right here. Ghostwire uh, Tokyo. That's Bethesda. Well, no, that's, that's Bethesda. Bethesda. Yeah. Who's make? They're they're publishing. Who's developing it? Uh, Tango GameWorks. Is it not? Are they Tango not part GameWorks? of Bethesda? Uh, Bethesda is publishing it. They're not developing. Tango GameWorks. Oh, so they're. Tango is not a part of uh, Bethesda. No, they're not. Uh, Tango Gameworks uh. is a Japanese video game developer based in Tokyo. Uh, okay. So I've he- I've heard rumors of Tango working on a Silent Hill game. Um, it could be that, but they're still in the midst of uh, of uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it'd be it'd be a ways away. Oh, then look at this, and then that. there's an article on IGN here. Tango game two days ago. Tango Gameworks is already developing its next game after Ghostwire Tokyo. So look at that. Oh, the yeah. pieces see, are falling. <laughs> there you have take it. Take that with a grain of salt, though, because, uh-huh. y- yes, about this time is probably when they would be like, okay, we need to start, like, spinning up the wheels for the next thing. But it's just uh-huh. like, okay, who, who, who has an idea? <laughs> like, I, 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 I think that's the kind uh-huh. of stage they would be at. Something similar to that of just I like, see. all right, we're, we're just also, starting this. Counter to that, Gino. Yes. I have here a story from Gamatsu that also reports on Konami and also includes that there is, according to a publishing source, the studio could be Kojima production with founding, funding of Sony. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Prominent Japanese. And a studio. Yep. Yeah. There you have it. There you have it. And what else do we have here? Castlevania? I'm not sure. I Castlevania. Really into Castlevania there. Ah, Castlevania. Uh, it depends on the Castlevania game. The reimagining word that they use here, uh, it word. could mean, yeah, it could mean, yeah, we're going to do something that's not the a Castlevania third person that you think. action adventure uh, RPG. Castlevania. They. Castlevania did that. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the last Castlevania games that they did were the Lords of Shadow games, and those were third-person action games. Really? I think that reimagining could be oh, yeah. something like that. Those were good yeah. games, actually. Those were pretty cool games. Were they? I thought they were pretty uh, that's cool. That's not what I heard. I played a little bit that's of one. I, I thought heard. they were pretty cool games, actually. Not they what I heard. Good. So reimagining could be something like that, or it could be we are reimagining the formula of the. Metroidvania Castlevania, yeah. which is something that I would love to see. I see. We saw the, I think one of the pre- people that work on the original Castlevania games make now Bloodstain, and that was a very good Metroidvania game. And I think with what we're seeing here, it seems that Kona, Ko, yeah, Konami realized that, hey, we have a lot of things that we are not doing. We have a lot of IP that we're not using. Let's use that. Uh, I think that this comes from a restructuring that they had. Mm-hmm. And so I think that this sounds to me as a, we know what people want. We know that people want new, Castle, new Metal Gear Solid games, or at least they want remakes. Yeah. We know that they want Silent Hill back, and we know that they want Castlevania back. And I think, yeah, there's a good chance that it could be hey, let's bring it back to the Metroidvania. Yeah, these are these are huge IPs. It would be foolish of them to not bring them back eventually. So no. it is, uh, it's very good to see Konami come to their senses and finally return to the video game development side of the industry. Well, well they never left, to be honest. They yeah, always... Yeah, they were. Well, they, 
had they stopped for a little bit they stopped for a little bit i don't know no about that. I, they had Revolution soccer and they still had the Yu-Gi-Oh games true. come out yearly that's true eh, yeah <laughs> but yeah. i mean like so technically they never left. they weren't as big as they were that let's say that they mm -hmm. weren't as big as they they used to be so, but yeah. now they're gonna come back now they're gonna come back all right my friends let's move on from konami to netflix believe it or not number four here yeah. netflix has acquired night school studio so let me uh read this uh first of all let me just uh if you guys don't know night school studio are the developers of oxenfree uh after party which played is on game pass and they are now making oxenfree yeah. too very very good games very good games if you've if you've played them but this is a write-up from the blog at night school studio specifically on their website let me say uh read this whole thing here as of today night school studio is joining the netflix team over the last few months we've had countless thoughtful chats about our respective visions for where we see games storytelling and our collective opportunity for positive impact somewhere in the middle Night School Studio wants to stretch our narrative and design aspirations across distinctive original games with heart. Netflix gives film, TV, and now game makers an unprecedented canvas to create and deliver excellent entertainment to millions of people. Let me skip ahead here. Of course, it's a surreal honor to be the first game studio to join Netflix. Not only do we get to keep doing what we do, how we like to do it, but we get a front row seat on the biggest entertainment platform in the world. The Netflix team has shown the utmost care for protecting our studio culture and creative vision. We'll keep making Oxenfree 2, and we'll keep cooking up new game worlds. So, I have played Oxenfree. I'm super looking forward to Oxenfree 2. And After Party, I did not get a chance to play, but I've heard well about it. I think this is an incredible first purchase for Netflix to break into the video game industry. And on them, yeah. I think this is a uh, telling of what they are going to want to bring to the service. Uh, because uh, if you haven't played Oxenfree, it is that sort of walking simulator uh, kind of game where it's just mainly narrative based. There's no action. It's not, it's not an FPS or a freaking fighting game or anything. It's just you're walking around, you're chatting with people, and you're doing the different stuff. So I think Netflix purchasing a small studio, uh, a night school studio, which makes games like that, is it, it gives this sort of, um, I don't know the word for it, but um, it shows that the future of what they're going to have on the service is these kinds of Annapurna interactive yeah. narrative kinds of games they are not going for yeah. the first person action game they're not going to try to compete with you know uh, every other streaming service that has all kinds of games and stuff like that they're going to be very um uh thoughtful about what they're putting on the service and i think that's awesome what do you think Kyle? I thought this was a great first move for Netflix. We know that Netflix has been trying to get into games for a long, long time. Uh, they've done the like Minecraft story mode thing on Netflix. They did the Black Mirror Bandersnatch yeah. choose your own adventure thing. And I know currently they I, b I believe they are testing like mobile games and stuff out in Sweden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Um, 
which I yeah, I mean, there's a million developers out there who make mobile games so they can just kind of reach out and get that. But yeah, if you think about it strategically, this still makes sense, right? Of like, okay, we're already testing these mobile games. What's the next step up? from that right and it's these more it's these like stylistic 2d story games uh maybe more uh i always forget the 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 name of the genre the like interactive novel thing whatever visual visual novel you guys yeah those which i know oxenfree is not necessarily that thing but right they, they it it is this like story it, it's it seems more like a cartoon at times it does they have pixel yeah. art i netflix released the stranger things game which was like a pixelated mm-hmm. uh like beat em up i think something like uh, that yeah, yeah kind of kind of so yeah th- this seems like the like hey we've dipped our toes into the mobile market where we've been feeling that stuff out, I think we're ready to get like the one that is the the next step up. And I think night school is a great, great purchase. Yeah, I, I can I can tell that whoever they have working on the video game team at Netflix knows what they're doing because for them to acquire night school, which is they are known if you know video games, but not a, a known studio that you know google like you know if like someone that came in that didn't know video games they would purchase this like oh they make video games let's buy them they really thought about this um so i think whoever's on that team is really thinking about what they can bring to the service uh because the thing is where it's not like they're releasing on console or anything these games are going to be streamed just like they stream their the movies and shows and stuff so you aren't going to want an intensive game or anything like that. These games are going to be, yeah, done like that. To me, it screams like they are wanting to take the 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 like slow, cautious a, a, a approach and not mm-hmm. it, 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 not in a bad way. Right. Like I, I there's we've tried to see Google get into the video game space. We've tried to see amazon get in that space and they always be like we have to make the biggest best thing to make an impact and i think something like netflix but buying night school is is like look we'll start making games yeah we'll start building out that catalog we'll put out solid stuff so that after we get three or four of those things maybe we can take that next step up right and then 10 years down the road we might be p- playing like the world's biggest rpg from netflix exactly right? who the, knows um do you ignacio i'll throw this over to you do you think that after oxen free 2 which we know is coming to consoles are we going to see night school make a game exclusively on netflix and then eventually will we see netflix publishing their own games that are coming to console will we will we see stuff like that do you think I can see it go controller. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think they would put out a controller, <laughs> right? To like, I think that I think that they could go either way with it. I think that for uh, for this studio in particular, what I think it is such a good purchase for them is that their games are perfect for on your phone. If you are a, a regular person that has a regular 
Netflix subscription, you can just pick it up on your phone and you have it. You do not need to know how to play with a controller or anything like that. I can see it go either way. I don't know if necessarily they will put it exclusively on their platform only because I don't know how many games they would have in their platform to make it that be worthwhile. If it is just, hey, we have Oxen Free 3 and you can only play it here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would make actual financial sense. If they have a catalog of games that they have that they can make exclusive, then I think that you can make a, an argument for them not releasing their games on other places because now people would come here for for the games, not just for the one game. Mm-hmm. So I, it depends on how they go with uh, other games. Yeah, I see. But yeah, there we have it, my friends. That is Night School Studio joining Netflix. It makes me hopeful for what Netflix is going to do. Because when you think about all these other, you know, companies like Google and uh, Amazon trying their own streaming service, never really interested in them. But Netflix, you know, coming into the into the fray with the purchase of a studio and a very specific one. Uh, makes it seem like they know better that what they're doing than than Google and Amazon. So I agree. and Amazon we see has their own game studio now. So there, I think they're just gonna focus on that. Forget about Luna. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there we have it. All right, my friends, let's move on to the final story I have here. Tokyo Game Show. A lot of random stuff was announced. So I'm gonna click through these websites here, and. I'm going to bring up random things that they announced. So Xbox had a live stream, Capcom had a live stream, and Square Enix had a live stream. As far as I know, as far as I know, because I know Tokyo like Game shows a lot of stuff. The Square Enix one, since that's maybe start. a little bit more your ballpark. Okay, so ballpark. So let's start with the Square Enix one. Let me see here, uh, because the thing is, we got a lot of updates. Uh, so we got a trailer for Triangle Strategy as we know, is coming in March 2022. Uh, we got another trailer for The Voice of Cards, The Dragon Isle Roars, which we know is the game that we talked about previously uh, um, from the Nier crew, Yoko Taro. Uh, Echoes of Mana, coming in 2022. This is a mobile game in the Mana series. So we have that. And this other game looked a little weird to me. Uh, Dungeon Encounters, very weird name too, just a basic ass name here. Dungeon Encounters, uh, it's like a dungeon crawler. Better than Triangle Strategy. Oh, Uh, I I guess, I mean, mm. I don't know. (laughs) Not that much, but it's better. (laughs) It's in that camp, it's in that camp. Uh, but this one, uh, is helmed by, uh, Final Fantasy VI and Twelve designer and Final Fantasy uh 12 and tactics a2 design so uh there you have it it's it's just a, a weird dungeon crawler you can check it out if you want yeah um we got another trailer for final fantasy 7 the first soldier which we know is the mobile battle royale this one's coming later yep. in the year and then we got another trailer for chocobo gp which uh is my game of the show from the nintendo direct as we know that's the mario kart killer uh, that's coming yeah. 2022. That's what everyone's going. And and then uh, the thing that everyone was talking about, 
Uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, as we know, is that Dark Souls-like uh, Final Fantasy game coming out later in the year. Or not later in the year, that's sorry. The one that they're there to kill chaos. Yes, the ones that they're sorry. there to kill. And a funny uh, clip uh, was circulating on Twitter where the guy starts playing Limp Biscuit, the, the main protagonist. You didn't see this, guys? Oh, he's no. like someone's <laughs> didn't see this at all. Someone someone is saying like this emotional thing and then the main protagonist goes bullshit and then he starts playing he pulls out his iPhone. He pulls out his iPhone, starts playing Limp Biscuit and walks away. It's like what the heck what is the this is game, this? dude? What is this game? Oh god, what the fuck? But uh Well, we'll 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 learn soon enough yeah, on March March eighteenth. March eighteenth, twenty twenty two, so yeah. Ten days before my birthday. Ten days before my birthday. Yeah, January, February, March. Eighteenth in twenty twenty two. That's like that's four days before Triangle Strategy of yes. when they oh, released wow. that one. I I think. So Triangle I, I Strategy think, or Final think, Fantasy Origin? Which one are you gonna pick, guys? Huh? I guess I don't know the actual. It's like right around Neither. there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that January, February, March time period. Twenty 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 two will be wild. So uh, be old with Sony. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. That was a Square Enix's show there. Um, so let me move on to Capcom. They had a lot less stuff here. Um, a lot of stuff for Monster Hunter. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, we got some more details on the Sunbreak expansion. It's because it was a Monster Hunter showcase. Oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. watch TGS. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, uh, wait, no, yeah. So, okay, so we got Monster Hunter Rise, uh, uh... No, what, wait, what? There, there's a one non-Monster Hunter thing here. Okay. <laughs> that must have um, been there. One more thing. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is coming to Steam in January. So there you have it. That's pretty cool, actually. Um, January 12, 2022. Um, 30th anniversary Sonic the Hedgehog collaboration in Monster Hunter Rise. And a Ghost and Goblins collaboration as well. Um, we got some more free DLC for Monster Hunter Stories 2. Um, and Capcom expands Street Fighter V tournament to eight teams. That's what you're talking about, Ignacio? Yeah. Why did I? I didn't have to mention that. Sorry. Yeah, that's... Yeah, come on, dude. I don't... That didn't... Uh, shut up, ...need dude. to be in that <laughs> presentation. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Moving on. So Xbox had a, a their very own live stream at TGS. And what did we have here? Let's see. Let's see, because I, I, the biggest news was the top one here that I have here. So let me start from the bottom. Uh, they had a lot of stuff here, actually. Look at this. Um, I want to call it a lot. Now, okay, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, let me see what I can mention it's, here. It's a lot, but, 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 but it's all small stuff. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay, so look, Eternal like... Return. As you guys know, I did play this game a long time ago. Eternal Return Black Survival. It was like a, a MOBA uh, anime battle royale kind of game. Do you guys remember me playing this? Yeah. I played this on do, Steam yeah. randomly, and uh, it's coming to uh, the uh, Windows Store. And it has yeah. uh, special perks for Game Pass subscribers, so there you have it. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, new Game Pass? New games going to Game Pass? Yes, that's what I was going to mention, but I was looking at what other stuff is here. So we got... Um, yeah, I guess this is the only thing I'll mention. So the new games coming to Game Pass that day, as they announced them, they came to Game Pass, which is freaking awesome. AI, the Somnium Files, and Scarlet Nexus. So I downloaded hey, Scarlet, Scarlet Nexus. Nexus. I this is one of those games that I was like, should I buy this? And I didn't buy it. 
And look at that. Came to Game Pass. Freaking incredible. And uh, that's some of the biggest announcements at uh, at TGS Xbox Conference. Anything else that I missed, guys, that you think was worth mentioning? No, no? Over, overall, uh, I don't think any of these games really stand out, but uh, it just shows that Xbox is trying to get into the Japanese market. Yeah. These games are very clearly Japanese. Yeah, a lot of these are, yeah, 100%. So yeah, this is very clearly them trying. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ayuden Chronicle Rising. I think that's from the developers of Suikoden. Ayuden Chronicle? I don't know. That's very Japanese, but I have a friend that loves Suikoden. So I think uh, Ayuden Chronicle is uh, from people that worked on it. But there you have it. There, you- Yes, Ayuden Chronicle Rising is a spinoff to the spiritual successor of the acclaimed Suikoden RPG series. You see, guys, I freaking know my shit, man. I know my stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Kyle, yeah. like, you gotta listen oh, to God. me because I know what Kyle, I'm talking Kyle, about, man. Stop, I know what I'm Kyle, talking stop about. Doubting Gino. Kyle, it's stop, going to stop his head. Doubting Gino. I know what I'm talking it's about going over to here. His head. Know what I'm talking about. It's pretty crazy. There you have it. So that's TGS. <laughs> uh, is TGS over, guys? Do you guys know this? Is it over? I don't think so but i could be wrong there is some other stuff that was mentioned at tgs that i do want to bring up but would that's in the lightning round um or actually you know what i'll mention it here and i'll just erase it there uh another thing that was mentioned at tgs uh the producer for now uh for final fantasy 16 naoki yoshida uh he has stated the game wasn't at tgs but he has stated that they are in sort of the final stages of the game they are uh there what what exactly did he say here i I wrote it up um let me see he said um there is only a few quality improvements left to be done on the game so just little you know quality of life things and stuff like that some side quests that they gotta finish and uh they're almost done so that game is a lot further along than i thought it was uh because we haven't seen it since its announcement uh but there you have it there you have it there you have it my friends that is it for tgs that is it. So let's move on to new and notable. Ah, there we go. Welcome back to Crossplay. Here are all the new and notable video games that are coming out this week. A lot of stuff. Uh, we got Alan Wake Remastered out on all the modern c- consoles as well as PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. That's out October 5th, which by the time this podcast goes public, that'll be t- today. Today! Uh, we got Jet the Far Shore out on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. That's also out on October 5th. We got Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl Heck on yeah, all the dude. modern consoles, uh, including PlayStation 4, uh, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Heck yeah. Also speaking out of on October 5th, October 5th. Wait, before you, you move on. Speaking of October 5th, we will also learn the new Smash Bros. Oh, the yeah. Final DLC character. Oh, yeah. I think day. it's Sora, guys. Interesting. God, I hope. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Uh, Gino, who who will you be be playing in Nickelodeon All Star Brawl? Who's, who's, who's oh, your main? I'm thinking either uh, Reptar or Ang or Cat Dog. We'll have to see. We'll good, have to see. Good choices. Yeah. Did did mm. you say the thing where they have Ang sitting there making the ball and he has that like big goofy 
face. It looks it looks like a good it's gonna be a fun game, man. I think it's gonna be really fun. We shall see. We shall see. Did you enjoy the the Nickelodeon car racing game? I've never heard of that game. I don't know what you're talking about, Ignacio. I'm sorry. Moving on, we got Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and Xbox. You guys know the Xbox series that are out there. Also on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I think you should just say every console. It's out on everything, yeah. Uh, moving on from October 5th, finally, uh, is Far Cry 6. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's out on everything, including Stadia and Mac. Oh, let me stop you here. No, let me, Switch. let me stop you here. Let mommy in the Twitch chat did enjoy Nick Kart racing and monkey balls. So okay. There have it. Okay. There you go. Monkey okay. balls there good. Uh, yeah, that's not on the Far Cry. Cry 6 is not on the Switch, but that is out on October 7th. Then we got Metroid Dread on the Switch October 8th. Heck yeah. On that same day, we got Tetris Effect Connected also coming to the Switch. Uh, Shortly after that, on October 12th, is Back for Blood on all of the major consoles except for the Switch. And on Game Pass. Uh, On Game Pass. Yes, that will also be on Game Pass as well. After that, we got Disco Elysium, the final cut, coming to Xbox Series as well as Xbox One and Switch on October 12th. Uh, Ori, the collection, will be out on Switch on October 12th. Battlefield 2042 has its open beta uh, on October 6th. Through the ninth, uh, uh, so be on the October, lookout for that one. October sixth and seventh are if you pre-ordered it, and October eighth and ninth uh, yeah. are if for free. There you good have to it. know. Good to know. Uh, Strangers of Paradise will have its second demo. Uh, it is available now until October eleventh. Yes. So if you guys want to uh, play the Edge Lord guy that plays Limp Biscuit and wants to kill chaos. It is. Uh, it is also the right one, right? Yes, it's also three-player co-op demo. So that game is going to be a three-player co-op. Yeah, oh. because that's how many are in your party. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Uh, and last but not least, the Game Awards is returning as an in-person event on December 9th, twenty twenty-one. So mark nice. your calendars. Save the date. Uh, most of us aren't going to be going to that because we're not. Qu- cool and oh, invited which is like that which is I am. one of you i am i'm going <laughs> there you you're go lying. Uh, you're lying that'll be on december we, 9th you should I'm go be our, from the comfort of my be our own field yeah our own yeah. field correspondent yeah. one day one day get we'll us an interview with Kili. yeah uh but that is it for all of the new and notable stuff this week as well as some new dates uh, that you need to know about uh, so that about wraps us up. The new and notable is now old and noted. With that, though, let's get on to the lightning round. Okay. First up, we have Declan has revealed that actress Rosario Dawson will be portraying a character named Lo- <laughs> Loan in Dying Light Woo! 2. Woo! You know who's going to be the protagonist? 
Uh, Chris Pratt, baby. No, I didn't. Heck yeah, dude. Uh, I'm just kidding, Wait, so guys. Mario what? is in Dying Light 2? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I believe it's Sonic. That's in Mario in Dying Light 2. What? Weird. Roger Craig Smith. <laughs> okay. Is it not Roger Craig Smith, the protagonist? I don't know, dude. <laughs> This is joking. Then why are you bringing up Chris Pratt? Because he's Mario. <laughs> so what? It's timely, Ignacio. It's timely. Rosario Dawson, no, as we isn't. know, though, from... Uh, uh, is she Ahsoka? Yep, she plays yeah, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. She's in Cage. She's, 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 you guys know her. Yeah. We, we all like her. Yeah. We all love her. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she is Ahsoka. I thought she was the girl. I, I mistook her with the girl from Westworld. What's her name? Do we know her? Cause, cause I have a story about that girl no from idea. Westworld. I've seen her. No I saw idea. her at Target. I have no idea who she is. <laughs> I saw her at Target once, and she was not having it. Oh, Dandy Newton. Whoa. Dandy Newton. That's it. All right. Dandy Newton. Saw her at Target Dandy here Newman. in my neighborhood, and she was just uh, getting some chocolates. <laughs> she got a Dove chocolate and just walked straight to the register. She was not having it, dude. There you have it. Must have been a day. What's up next? Randy Newman. You uh, misheard. <laughs> what? <laughs> misheard. <laughs> Randy Newman. I was looking up who was the <laughs> voice of the main character of Dying Light. Dying Light 1, it is Roger Craig Smith. Oh, okay. I think they might have changed it for Dying Light 2. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's next? Oh, it is different protagonists. Could have thought it was the same protagonist. No, you die at the end. Okay. Next up, Kratos actor Christopher Judge says that God of War Ragnarok was delayed due to him having surgery in 20, 2019. So I got a few things to say about this. Did you guys see his tweet? Did you guys see his yeah, tweet? I did, yeah. Um, his tweet was very emotional, you know, and very like, it was one of those tweets where I was like, I felt like he's saying this at the studio in front of an audience or something, and then someone else, like, that's part of the team stands up and is like, no! It's my fault that it got delayed. Like, I feel like <laughs> everyone would stand up and be like, no, it's my fault. Like, it felt like that kind of tweet. I'm Spartacus. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it felt like yeah. that kind of, But I feel like at the same time, guys, if he, if he had this surgery in 2019 and it got delayed back then, how did they still say 2021 when they announced it? You know what I mean? Some sometimes they do that. <laughs> they they announce a thing even though they know it's already delayed, and they're just going to delay announcement that next week. Interesting. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, glad to have him back. Oh. Yeah. Indeed. Next up, Bandai Namco has a new logo. If you didn't know. Wow, who put this in here, dude? That is so not news. Cal, do you even have the <laughs> picture of the logo? I didn't put this one in there. Oh yeah, can uh, you bring the logo up? Can you bring the logo up? No way, I didn't I, put yeah, it let here. Me, let me look. It let wasn't me. This logo, because it's it's. Gina, it was you? Not. I put it in there. It's not a particularly <laughs> okay. great logo. Yeah, I put it no. in there because I thought it was not, kind it's, of. It's not bad, but it's it's just like it yeah. looks like uh it, it just it looks like it's just a very generic yeah. Uh, Logo. See, new, uh, yeah, the Bandai Namco logo Namco, Namco, everyone knows it. It's iconic. Yeah, it is so iconic, but now I feel like is that new logo gonna be on their games? You know what I mean? 
Like it's I'm gonna guessing. be that logo at the bottom now. Like when you buy that this reminds me, game or something. Reminds me a lot of when they used to be Namco Bandai, and yeah. they changed it to Bandai, Bandai Namco. Because it makes alphabetical sense. <laughs> Just makes alphabetical sense. Oh, come on, uh, Why we is got that uh, uh, that thing. That's not uh, right. Lose, oh lose, yeah, lose. Gino, how are you doing? Um, I don't know. We're just trying to see this Namco band, Bandai Namco. I mean, Namco. Yeah. Where, wasn't it? They were they were two separate companies, though, right? I think it was Namco and Bandai. They were two separate I companies. I think so. And then uh, they merged, similar to how Square oh, Enix was SquareSoft yeah, Square and Square and, Enix. And Enix. Yeah. And then I uh, think they might have been SquareSoft and Enix. Two separate. Yeah. But yeah, they merged into namco bandai yeah although i think that they were namco bandai on certain territories and mm-hmm. other territories were bandai namco and i think they changed it to officially be one yeah. as bandai namco you don't gotta worry about it kyle if it's too, if it's too complicated it's just a regular yeah I, I don't know why it's taken so I, th- I think it might be the new update with uh with the yeah. s- software here because it normally automatically switches to the the current tab yeah. have up but now i think you can uh screen ca- ca- capture tabs yeah uh, oh, when I see. you don't have it up so i I, I, I think it just defaulted to that so oh, well. uh with that i think i fixed it uh here we go this is oh, the yes, new bandai namco logo right so, here this like talk bubble looking thing. audio listeners yeah. you know it's just a regular bandai namco as we know and then now they're showing the new logo here which is Bandai Namco. It looks like the same. Is it the same yeah. font? Uh, no, I don't think it, it is. No, it's not. No. It's oh, no, it's not. Di- no. different. It looks softer. It looks like a softer font yeah. in black letters. It's with a like rounded a, font. Yeah. yeah. But not all of it is rounded. It's kind yeah. of strange. With like a pink, you, a pink like text bubble around it, sort of like Can that. you uh, click on the second picture of the second row no the one and that, that one yes Fun so yeah they all... also added yeah they also added the sub so like the, yeah the words under each other or whatever fun for yeah. all into the future what is that so i think that's like their, that's their, o- their official corporate here is our official <laughs> look at the t- <laughs> look at the push square set here bandai namco reveals new logo everyone hates it <laughs> <laughs> what? Why does that? It doesn't it's matter, like, dude. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, it their 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 slogan is "fun for all into the future," and nothing about this logo screams fun or future. Yeah. And it's a the other one would look more fun. And yeah. they, as far as I know, they don't publish comics or stuff like that. So it's just an odd choice of like, why a talk bubble? Like, eh. I. Yeah. They, they make toys, action figures. They have stuff that yeah. is maybe in co- comics, but they're they're not necessarily the ones like we want to be. Serious no, I think they do make what I think they do make certain manga, especially with their franchises with Digimon, for example. I know mm. that they have. Well, do, do they want to be taken it, though? Is it not published from like? Vivivivis or something like that. Like they might license it out. I don't know if they are licensed or not. I think they might do it themselves, but they put it up on the V Jump, uh, the series of 
Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you were right. They used to be Bandai and Namco. Ah, yes. And in 2005, they did merge. Well, now they're going to be taken more seriously, guys. Okay. Sure. There you have Indeed. What's Indeed. next? Uh... Bandai and Namco. Fun for all into the future. Who would have thought that story would have taken up so much time? <laughs> yeah. Next up, Eophonic, known for the Friday the 13th game and the Predator Hunting Grounds game, is now working on a Ghostbuster game. Ooh! This is officially, it was confirmed by uh, someone at Eophonic, I forgot who it was, but... Who are you gonna call? Yeah. Who are you gonna call? Not you. Who are you calling? Yeah. Ignacio, tell me. Who, no, who are you calling uh... for real? I saw you pull your phone out. <laughs> I saw you pull your phone out. Who are you calling? Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I need. I need a new game. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. I'm probably gonna get uh, <laughs> an early code for this. Why? I don't know. Moving on. Moving on. PlayStation has introduced free game trials. So, uh, uh yeah. What's Pre- the story? Pre-game What's the trials? story? Ignacio, I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, so apparently they started this thing where now for Death Stranding and for Psychboy, you can actually download the games and you can play them for a certain amount of time yeah. for free. They are labeled as free trials. Uh, yeah, they're a free trial, just like anywhere else. The only difference here is that I think it counts, starts counting the time since you from when you started downloading the game as opposed to when you started the game which absolutely which doesn't weird. it doesn't make sense so i don't believe you that doesn't make sense uh, so I, don't believe you. I mean that, the way that playstation has been handling the playstation 5 and all of that stuff recently kind of makes sense that that's what they would would do yeah that's so dumb like, but like who would think that who would think like all right guys let's give them free trials but let's make it start okay. when they okay. start. <laughs> here, here I have it. Here I have the okay, fine what does print. It say? I have the fine print here. So uh, it says five hour trial available until, and this is for Psychboy, until the October 28th, 2021. Da, da, da. Trial period starts from the time you click download trial via console or add to library via <laughs> web. Who thought of that, dude? That's just mean. Wow. It's just mean. It's like, what if my thing if takes like terrible internet? Yeah, what if my thing takes like two hours to Sucks download? To you. And I only have three Sucks hours. To That's exactly what they're saying. Like if you're like, no. if you get tell- a second job and buy better <laughs> internet. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? What do you want us to do about it? Huh? Okay. What do you uh, want us to do about that PlayStation? <laughs> there you go. So yeah, you have six hours for Death Stranding and five for Sackboy. Nice, I'm going to download that now, actually. I'm going to, because I want to play Death Stranding. When are you going to play? Uh, just for like Better five be hours. Soon. Just for Better five be hours, soon. yeah. Uh, next up, a new Twisted Metal game is reportedly in development at PlayStation by Lucid Games, the creators of Destruction All-Stars. Yeah, there Makes you sense. have it. Destruction All Stars, I guess, was like their test run for a Twisted Metal game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. Cool. Nice. Uh, next up, we have Twitch has announced a new feature, Phone Verified Chat, which will require some 
some or all users to verify a phone before chatting. And also the last story also for Twitch. Twitch is also set to test a new boost feature, essentially putting discoverability on the platform behind a paywall. Yes. Yes. Ah. Yes. Which so. man. I so the 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 first one is a good idea. I think that will help a little bit, but mm-hmm. it doesn't solve the issue of of hate rates. What has been yeah, has been plaguing their platform that we are live on right now. Um, yeah, I, it, it is a good thing because that will help to solve that, but it's not foolproof, I don't think. Um, right, you, you can still somehow get around that, make up fake phone numbers and stuff. Uh, you know, I, don't I don't think that's how it works. All that stuff. No, but, I think uh, at least for how it works now for account verification, if you want a second step verification, it does send you a text. So I'm guessing it means that it's not just put in a phone number and you well, put no, in no, no, any I'm, number. I'm, and... I'm not saying that, that some Joe Schmo can just make up a no- 555-555-555. It's not that. But like if some hacker out there or something wants to make a script that is the 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 thing that makes all of the... Those multiple accounts that are all the exact same name follow yeah. you, all of that stuff. Then I feel like there are ways to still budge that and figure it out. But like we said, this will help. It'll mm-hmm. make it tougher, but still doesn't necessarily solve the thing. But the thing that pisses me off is the second one, the second thing. This is awful. This yeah. is terrible. Uh, this new boost feature, I, I, I haven't seen anyone being like, this is a good idea. Nobody, um, no. Twitch has been failing at discoverability basically since they started. Um, and they haven't done anything to help fix that. Um, you just hopefully have to be good at social media or stuff like that or already have some kind of built-in following uh, and if you don't, you're kind of out of luck. Uh, and this boost feature, I think they had good intentions of being like, oh, Gino, he streams. Actually, it's Alan's birthday. How about I boost both of, the, of their, their streams so they can be yeah. on the front page. And that's a cool idea. So that will help some. But we know that the ones who will actually get this are the popular ones like it's not gonna be joe schmo with two followers and no one watching yeah i saw someone post uh on their on their on their twitter um i signed in i i i got i logged on to twitch without logging in or whatever i opened twitch without logging in and the ones that it recommends to you is all like this is a the very top streamers of of the pro of the of their which this is kind of them shooting themselves in the foot, especially after uh, Dr. Lupo and Tim the Tatman Man just left for yeah. YouTube. <laughs> and more people are going to uh, keep leaving. Not a good too. luck. So yeah. hopefully this does not stick around, at least in this iteration. What, what, what I, the way I see it is this is just a way for them to have another source of income for people that are going to fall for it. I don't think it's going to boost anything. I think it's gonna look like it's boosting it your really stream. Isn't. 
but it's not gonna do anything for you. And unfortunately, there is people out there that are going to use it. They're going to, um, oh, I want more people to notice my my stream, so they're gonna do it. Yeah. But uh, it's not gonna help much at all. I think. Yeah. Right, because like how like how how much if 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 I pay. I don't know, $15 to be on the front page. But at that exact same time, there's 4,000 other people also paying for that. Like, where exactly will I be on the front page? How long will I be on there? Is there a waiting list? Like, do I pay in advance for it? It just, it's it's not a good feature. So it makes Twitch... Pay to win. Pay to win. There you go. Twitch is now pay to win, my friends. But at least Twitch, owned by Amazon, has New World, and that's not pay to win. So if you want to stop uh, using Twitch, maybe start playing New World instead, uh, which is also owned by Amazon. Uh, Just, you can't escape, guys. Okay? Just deal with it. All right? I mean, technically, aren't all games that you have to buy pay to win because if if you don't buy them then you can't win yeah i mean we should change the let's change the i know what i'm talking about you do it whoa relax okay whoa okay (laughs) that's true though that's true battle of the minds (laughs) (laughs) okay so that is it my friends for the lightning round and that is it for everything we had to talk about on this meaty meaty episode of crossplay here a nice little meaty episode a good little celebration of alan's birthday i feel i feel that we did we had here um kyle what are you looking forward to this week i am going to be finishing up psychonauts 2 and then jumping into toem and hopefully finishing that nice nice ignacio what about you uh keep going at it with uh lost judgment pay more of that Awesome, awesome, awesome. I, my friends, I'm going to find a way to compartmentalize my... I said said that weird. Compartmentalize. (laughs) I want to find a way to manage my time better and play all these games that I want to play. I want to play Tales of Arise. Life is Strange. Kyle, Life is Strange. Pretty short, right? Pretty short, yeah. I I feel like I should focus on that one. Like, blaze through that one. Focus on that one. Then switch to Tales of Arise. Um, then play some Artful Escape. Then watch some Squid Game. Then play some Eastward. Then watch some Midnight Mass. Then play, you know what I mean? It's pretty crazy, dude. Sure, all of that, all so, of that for And then at 9.30 a.m., I'm going to do this. <laughs> and then at 10 a.m., I'm going to do that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ah, oh, good Lord, my friends. That is so much, so much to do. But I'm excited for it. I'm excited that I have so many things to do. And uh, let's figure out how I'm going to do it. You guys can find me over on Twitter at Gino underscore V Terry and Twitch Gino VII. Kyle, where can the people find you on the internet? At Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. Ignacio Rojas, how do you spell your thing on Twitter? How do you my do My thing? You mean my Twitter handle? Yeah, your handle. On Twitter <laughs> at Ignacio Rojas V. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. Wow. And uh, let's do Alan. Alan Busby at Twitter. Uh, I think that's it, right? At Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at Alan Busby on Twitter. I think that's it, right, Alan Busby? There you have it. Nice little shout out. 
And happy birthday to Alan once again. He turned happy forty birthday, tonight. Day, indeed. Um, he's having. Uh, he's probably not doing anything, and he just didn't want to be on the episode. To be honest with you. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Anyway, It'll if you guys, and this is also the second episode that Alan misses, so uh, or third, I believe. So. If you guys think Alan's going to come back and you're hoping for it, you can check us out at The Whatnots on your podcast service of choice on YouTube, on Facebook. Um, and I think Alan is creating a new app to put us on there as well um, called The Whatnots. So uh, you can find all our stuff on there. Um, <laughs> what? Not, but okay. <laughs> you can, you can what are you talking about? Find all our different shows on there, my friend. But tonight... Today, whenever you're listening to this, this has been Crossplay, and you have been played! Bye. See you guys.